Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller. And I'm now Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. We're a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situations. Oh boy, I've lost oh, it. No. Yeah, oh no. Yeah, I felt it. I felt it like, you know when you're, you got like a trolley or something and you're pushing it and you're like, you get a hill and you're like, nope, it's I'm losing it. I'm losing it. Uh, we're a dating and sex advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situations and turn them into sexy sticky situations. Simply put, we're a sex and dating advice podcast where we find questions either online or from our wonderful listeners and we answer them for you. We did it. We did do it. We did it. You would think after 184 or so episodes, I would I would have that down, but you've kind of been doing peaks and valleys, honestly. Yeah, I get I, I get into like rhythm. You, yeah, you do it for so long, so well, and then you just fucking beef it. I <laughs> beefed it so hard. Uh you ready? Yeah. Do you want to start off loosey-goosey or do you want to start laser-focused? Nah, let's do loosey-goosey. I'm in a loosey-goosey mood. This is a question that has since been deleted, and I cannot find it anywhere. But the contents, I can paraphrase them, because the the real response is, is the question. Or the real response is the comments, I guess. This is by a deleted user. Me, 26-year-old male, dated a girl and wouldn't want her to sleep over. Now she's mad, I sent her home. Uh, basically, they slept together for the first time. Uh, after like coming over for a movie he had been clear about the fact that he had really early work the next morning and when it got to it she kind of like kept putting off excuses about leaving and then eventually he was like okay you have to go i need to go to bed and she freaked out and is being really cold and every single response is like sex is a big deal if you're ready to be inside her then you're ready for her to sleep over i would like your thoughts on that i mean you and i have both I, I think we stand on the same the same side of people staying over especially like new sexual partners mm-hmm. but regardless of like the the time and and when unless you're living together i think that like if you still have your own place you get complete control over whether or not someone stays over and people need to stop being weird about that in my opinion especially if there's a legit reason such as Hey, I have to be up early and I, and even if it's just like, even if it's just that I got to get up early, I don't want to have to like get you up. Cause I don't know what it's like to wake you up. I don't know Mm -hmm. if you're one of those five more minutes type people. I don't want to be late for work because I'm waiting for you to get your shit together. Cause that's the thing. It's like early in the morning. You don't want to wake up and be like, please go please like you because then like that's its own problem if you're being rude kicking someone out right and if you're a morning shower, it's like there's a time where there is a complete stranger more or less unsupervised in your apartment it's like Mm -hmm. yeah you've hooked up with them but like how many times have we seen people be like i hooked up with someone and it turns out they're crazy yeah so it's like i don't really want someone who i don't really know that well uh in my apartment unsupervised i don't know what you're doing yeah 100 percent. and that's the thing it's like every single comment is like you owe it to them to have them stay over. You like it, you can't have sex without having them stay over. If you knew you had to get up early, you just sh- shouldn't have had sex with her that night. That's like in the comments, he or in the the text, he let her know, and I guess she didn't equate. Oh, I have to get up really early tomorrow. With you can't stay over, which you know maybe he should have been more specific there. But yeah. like 
I think if we flipped it around and a guy was upset that they weren't allowed to stay over or were trying to stay over, everyone would be like, whoa, that's not okay. That guy's like forcing himself into your like place and blah, 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 blah. Right. I think it's only ever really a thing when it's the girl who's being kicked out. I know like kind of on the flip side of the coin, I know I used to get shit for not wanting to stay over. Well, yeah, there's that too. But like, there's any number of reasons as to why someone wouldn't want you. For me, the longest time, I really bad insomnia. Mm -hmm. So all that meant was one, I wouldn't be able to like, you know, watch TV or, you know, be on my computer or do something while I couldn't sleep. So I pretty much just have someone unconscious while I just kind of like sit there in the dark. And that fucking sucks. And also Mm -hmm. really weird. If you wake up and it's just me wide awake, like, hello, how's your sleep going? cool i don't know i was really self-conscious about it of being like you know i don't want someone waking up and thinking i'm like doing something or like yeah, watching or them weirdo. sleep. yeah yeah like for me it's like i've been in situations like this where i've had a great night and if i stay that great night is now going to start to turn into a bad night because like you're saying i'm gonna lie there i probably don't have my own toothbrush so i'm not gonna be able to brush my teeth before bed that sucks uh maybe i don't have pajamas or anything to change into so it's like boxers or kind of the stuff I'm already wearing, which not great. And then I'm not going to sleep. And then I'm going to lie there. And then in the morning, I'm probably going to leave first thing anyway, because like, I don't want to overstay my welcome. And I'll probably feel kind of gross because I haven't showered or brushed my teeth. It's like, I may as well just go home now and fucking rest. And then it stays a good night. You know, not to say I never want to stay over, not to say I won't sometimes. And like, sometimes it makes sense. But like, I just I hate this weird, like, societal thing where it's like you have to or else you're a bad person or like if you want to leave you're a bad person or if you need your space they're a bad like no like sex is great and it means a lot of things to a lot of people but it shouldn't be this weird like now you're obliged yeah having sex with someone doesn't make anything concrete in the sense of like just because you had sex with someone it doesn't then give them the right to anything other than being able to have sex with you that one time that you just had Mm mm-hmm You know, and I think that is something that like we need to also discuss of being like you had sex one time with one person. That doesn't mean that you get to stay over. That doesn't mean that they owe you breakfast. That doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that they have to do it again. Like if now I will say I, I do think that there is a little bit of onus. Like if we were out or you were out and she was like, you know, oh, I I gotta get home. You know, I don't want to miss the last subway. And you're like, no, nah, no, nah, come over, come over. And then you convince someone to come over. And then you are like, yeah, you or if go. like they live really it, far away and you're like, oh, sorry, you, it's it's yeah. midnight. But like, you got to go. And they're like, well, if I'd known, I would have been able to leave. Yeah, there's like common courtesy, right? Yeah. Um, But I think that goes both ways. You know what I mean? Like someone saying I have to get up super fucking early for work. You go, oh, OK, cool. That's it. You, you, you know, be better. <laughs> Like, just listen to what they say and, like, take it at face value. And it's like, there's a lot of people here saying, like, it's obvious you use them for sex. And it's obvious that they're going to feel disgusted and used. It's like, why why would you go there from they have a valid reason to wake up the next morning? I try to, anytime I go over to someone's house, especially, like, if I know that they have, like, work in the morning or they, you know, it's a weekday and I know they work a nine to five or whatever. I usually, like, towards the beginning of the night, just be like, hey. Let me know, like, when you get tired or whenever you need to kick me out. Like, just let me know because, like, I'm happy to hang out as long as you want to because 
I usually don't have to get up early in the morning or Mm -hmm. I have the day off because I only work weekends. So it's like, I'm happy to spend time with you and I will enjoy all the time I get to spend with you. But please don't misconstrue that as, you know, feeling like you're, yeah. yeah, like you're obligated to entertain me until I'm like, well, I should go home. So I like to tell people like, I will not be offended if you tell me at like, you know, 1130 that you're getting tired or that you need to go to bed. That's fine. That's that's great. I would rather leave and let you get well rested than feel, you know, you feel like you're, you know, being forced to entertain me and, you know, feel there's like a little bit of resentment or whatever. Well, that's the thing. It's like if that's the case, the next time you're around, like even if they really like hanging out with you, they'll be like, oh, fuck, like I don't know. Do I want to feel wrecked the next day at work? Like and Mm -hmm. it, it does add up so it's like don't be that source of resentment don't be that like negativity let good nights stay good nights obviously if someone never wants to see you apart from having sex and that's not what you're into yeah then maybe you've got an issue but if it's literally just like someone giving you a very reasonable excuse and you not being able to stay over once or a few times just be chill and like let them be okay <laughs> yeah I just, again i think every it would comment be... dane every comment it would be one thing if if the situation also was like, you know, it's nine o'clock or, you know, you, you guys be like, hey, let's watch a movie. You start, they come over at seven, you guys hook up. And then like the next, you know, he goes, you know, cleans up, you both go to the bathroom and he's like, well, I got an early morning. You should get out of here. Yeah, it's like, you like, okay. didn't even watch the movie or anything. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. That would be a shitty thing to do. So it's like, you know, there are shades of gray here. I think the overarching lesson here and the what the question is really about is like, yes, you you're like people, especially with sleeping, like everyone has their own sort of like neuroses and preferences and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I find it really hard to to fall asleep when I have when I'm with like a new partner. It's mm-hmm. just it's just a thing. And I know that's not a unique or rare feeling. So let people like warm up to you first before sleeping over. And don't take it as a personal offense. Just be like, oh, okay, they need their space and I'm going to give it to them. Yeah. 100% have blown off a guy who didn't want me to sleep over after you had sex. It's a big deal. Yeah. If you're not comfortable enough to let her sleep with you, you're not comfortable enough to have sex with her. Sex is the most intimate thing. If you can't handle any of the other stuff, you shouldn't have sex. Intercourse is far more than having people sleep over. Oh, he's ready for pregnancy and STDs, but not ready to have her sleep over? Like... Come on, guys. Why are you all so not chill? It's so weird. Again, like all of this is like so not sex positive because everyone once Mm -hmm. again is is thinking like sex is the be all and end all. And it is something that we like. It's like, no, like some people do have sex without this sort of like earth life changing, you know, earth shattering life changing moments. Some people just like to have sex. Mm -hmm. And that is a completely valid way to have a sexual life is to just be like, no, I'm going to hook up with you. And then like, I don't want to stay over. The irony here is that like, if you're a good communicator and you know yourself saying like, look, I have to work tomorrow. I know I'm not going to sleep. Blah, blah, looking after yourself and being open and honest with them. That's like good. Like the sign of a good partner. So it's like, you might be spurning people because they're like, they have the honesty and self-awareness to actually let you know how they feel and trust you with that information as opposed to someone who's just like, Oh, I fucked her. I got to let her stay over. God damn it. And that, that person probably sucks or might suck. And like the, there's also the onus for the person asking the question too. I think it was, it was the woman asking the question, right? No guys asking. Okay. So, so like I, it is, yeah. 
it is also like on the the woman, the onus of the woman would be like, hey, you know, if she does feel upset, to be like, hey, I kind of felt like I was a little a little underappreciated or whatever, and you know, being asked to leave kind of hurt my feelings. Like to open the dialogue on the opposite end of things mm-hmm. instead of leaving this guy guessing or giving him the cold shoulder. That there was, there like there still needs to be communication. Like if someone upsets you or does something, and like it, you can talk about it, you can bring it up, you can clarify and be like, hey, if we're gonna sleep together, you know, I don't really want to be kicked out at certain times. Mm-hmm. And like, I it's not, I don't think it's the right stance to have, but if that's the stance that you have, you should bring it up and talk about it, as opposed to just being like, you should just no, I have these weird like arbitrary feelings about sex and sleeping. Also, these weird things of like you owe X and you need to do Y because you've had sex. They're like not positive things uh, like anyway, because imagine if there's a guy who like whatever happened, you end up not wanting him around. You don't feel comfortable or whatever. But he's like, no, I have to stay over. We had sex. It's like you can't get rid of them. Yeah, we had sex. So therefore, I'm allowed. I've got 12 hours in this apartment. Yeah, right. Or eight eight hours. Let's say six to eight hours. That's how much sleep I need, babe. But we yeah, had sex, like, so that's going to hold up in court. You know, just like all these things. And actually, honestly, there's a lot of people being like, if it's not a shitty one night stand, it's decently to decency to not over, not only sleep over, but cuddle and snuggle and like, just guys, chill. Yeah, that's just great. Chill. So just, I want people to be more open with like, if your partner's asking for something reasonable, don't don't jump to this wild conclusion. Don't jump to be like, oh well, I'm I'm an undervalued prostitute which is what a lot of people say in the comments etc it's like just understand where they're coming from and if it's an issue talk about it okay this is from pen we and they ask was i racially fetishized i'm a 21 year old female biracial black slash white and recently hooked up with a white guy for the first time it was fun but then the dirty talk got kind of weird i felt like he was overly focused on my ethnic background that was definitely not discussed before sex. First thing he said was that he never slept with a mixed black girl and that I was like an exotic goddess. That really turned me off and I told him not to call me that. Afterwards, I was writing him and he kept saying how my caramel pussy felt so good and that he's my white daddy. The worst thing he said was that he loves my brown nipples and that he wants to fill me up with his white babies so that he can feed on them. I, I really, that one, I'm not sure what that, I, I don't know if he means like the nipples. I assume the, he didn't mean he wanted to feed on his own. He's not like Kronos. On the babies. Uh, this was super weird. I told him again to stop saying things like that. The next day we texted and he told me that he loved our contrast in bed. I have thick curly uh, hair. Contrast? Contrast. Okay. I have thick curly hair and he mentioned that he found it hot how my curls were bouncing up and down when I, write, when I was writing him. Are these red flags or am I too sensitive? Well, they are all very specifically racialized comments you know that's, so that's, i think yes. that, that's pretty clear you know he's he's in no way shying away from that the fact that you kind of told him to stop and he i, I guess he might have just taken it very literally and that like he says one thing and you stop that one thing and then move on to something that's the neighbor of that thing it's you know not great but yeah it seems like he very much if if not specifically into that hadn't i don't know was blindsided by it and focused on it fully um, I'd love to know what you did talk about, uh, like dirty talk wise before sex. Cause, or was it, she just saying she didn't disclose her background? I think what they were saying was like, they, there wasn't any discussion of like 
any sort of dirty talk regarding like there was no race play because I know there like there are some people who have fetishes about, you know, that kind of yeah. stuff. And some people are okay with it. But like, I think she was saying that at no point in time did they discuss using their their ethnicity as a means of like dirty mm-hmm. talk. Okay, because I was wondering if it was that was what they were saying, or they were just like, he brought this up, but I never kind of told him I was mixed. Yeah, no, because it said uh, he's overly focused on my ethnic background. That was definitely not discussed. Uh, I guess I see what you're saying. But like, yeah, no, I think I think what they're saying is, you know, he was focused on it and we never really discussed how like our feelings about it or Mm -hmm. her feelings more accurately. So Um, I guess for me, the point then that I was going to make is like to have that discussion going forward. And let him know that you didn't like the fact that he commented very specifically on that one thing. If you want to sleep with this person again, but if the very fact that he did fetishize you in this way is enough to turn you off, then that's very reasonable. As Nell said, the the question, the easy answer to this is yes. You, he was one hundred percent fetishizing you based on your uh, ethnicity, because I like uh, the amount of of white people that I have slept with. Not once have I ever been like, "I love your white pussy," right? Mm-hmm. Like it, that's a weird fucking thing to say. Adding a race descriptor or a you know like a color descriptor before a body part, even being like, "Oh, I love your brown nipple." Like it's it's so gross. Like it's one thing. Like if you want a dirty talk, that's fine. Granted, I think some of the things he was saying are weird to begin with i okay i will say a lot of the stuff he's saying is absolutely fucking buck wild it's like look some people are into some stuff that's fine i'm not gonna yuck most yums here if if everyone's consenting and whatever but like to sleep with someone for the first time and talk about getting them pregnant that's a fucking no no for me yeah like, i mean so here's that the thing, not a crazy like- thing and again if you discuss it sure that's fine but I would imagine most people would be massively turned off about t- any talk of getting pregnant, like in a yeah. casual thing. Yeah. I mean, like, so let's take the the middle thing where he's like, how good my caramel pussy felt and that he was my white daddy. If he was just saying, oh, your pussy feels so good. Great. That's fine. Yeah. That's a normal thing to say. I mean, the daddy thing is becoming a little more. But like, again, to qualify it with like, I'm your white daddy. Hmm. Like there, there's no gray area here at all. Like, no, exactly. Is- so he's he's definitely doing the fetishization. Uh, it is up to you whether or not you're comfortable with that, and and or so turned off with that you never want to see this guy again. And like, if you do want to see him, I think you know it's it's worth bringing it up and just being like, hey, we didn't have this discussion, you know, because I don't know to what extent you guys talked about, you know, what was and wasn't on the table going forward. And it's like, if you want to, you could be like, hey, these things are off limits and I don't appreciate them. Um, And then you'll know for sure if he ignores that, that it is Red Flag City and that he is awful. And maybe he just is an awkward person that didn't realize what he's doing. I don't know. Maybe that's me being far too fucking kind. But I think it really does like, yes, he was doing this. And I think the ball's in your court, how you should continue and you'd be well within your right to step away from him because i do think this is also red flags yeah i mean even just the fact that you asked him not to do something and like him not being able to extrapolate and expand on the idea of being like oh sorry you don't like me calling you an exotic goddess but please you're gonna love this caramel pussy bit i've been working on like it's even (laughs) even just the fact that like you know what it's i think it's a giant red flag even if you liked these things 
I think the fact that he didn't have the wherewithal or tact or general decency to run it by you and just jump straight for like kind of racist shit. You know what I mean? Like I, I would think like as a baseline, you would have to be you would want to be very careful about any of this stuff. And it would only be in very specific situations with specific people that where they'd actually be into it and not offended by it. Right. And there's always going to be situations where verbiage that you're used to using can be problematic in certain contexts. Um, like, for example, I was once hooking up with a black woman and uh, she really preferred to be dominated. She really liked dirty talk and great. Cool. We discussed a lot of it. And at one point, I think I said, like, who do you belong to? Or like, you know, you belong to me or something like that. And it, like we both clocked it as being like, ooh, nope, that's not the right, that's not the right thing to say. And we talked, but we talked about it afterwards. And I was like, hey, I'm really sorry. Like, obviously, I wasn't trying to get into like mm-hmm. racist yeah. undertones there. That is just you know a, a part of my my vernacular when it comes to you know domination and mm-hmm. and controlling the scene. And, that's and they were the like, thing. if it was a question like that where like there was kind of a gray area or like an honest mistake, you know, yeah. like there are certain terms that kind of come with the territory that like, mm-hmm. you know, you could be forgiven for throwing out there without fully considering, especially like in the heat of the moment, you know? Yeah. Like I've, I've had white women uh, refer to themselves as like my slave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is, that is not something I would do or encourage if I was sleeping with someone of color. Mm-hmm. It is just like, it's just not right. Unless again, that is something that they want to explore. I think and- everything kind of has a caveat of like people yeah. can have their own individual kinks, but like I think you should generally approach things from a kind a- and tactful fucking position where yeah. you consider the things you do before you just jump into them, unlike this guy. So yeah, I do think this is a red flag. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, up to the, the question asker whether or not it is so much of a red flag that they don't even want to pursue this further or just a we'll have a talk and see how it goes you know the problem is it's like i think even if he's like yeah okay yeah no i understand i won't do it again it's like he's probably thinking it and that might be enough like i think that would be enough for me to be like yeah no no i'm not i'm you know i know i know how you view me and that this is like sort of the the driving sexual you know attraction that you have and I think that would be enough for me. But as Nell said, it is 100% balls in your court. You can either choose to have the conversation to educate him and give him sort of your boundaries and see if he follows or uh, 100% within your right to be like, nope. Yeah, just peace out. That's, no, thank you. He's, he's done his job here and it was not good. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, that sucks. This is by Slavery, monsieur. Girl sent nudes after she thought I rejected her. What does this mean? So I matched with this one girl on Hinge a little over a week ago. I sent her my PSN username. We've been playing PlayStation on and off since. Wednesday night, she sent me a... I know, I love that. Wednesday night, she sent me a message asking what I'm doing. Told her I was seeing a friend and I couldn't play, but maybe tomorrow. She then got super angry and was like, yeah, well, I'm seeing a friend too, you idiot. Then yesterday, (laughs) out of nowhere, she sent me nudes. I was pretty surprised because none of our previous conversations were sexual. Her body was amazing, so I told her I liked what I saw and asked she wanted to meet meet up this weekend. She told me... IDK, if I want to now, you rejected me yesterday. I explained to her I was just busy. I wasn't rejecting her as a person. If she hits me up last minute expecting to meet, it's probably not going to happen. She should let me know a day in advance. She read my message but didn't respond. That was last night. Did I fuck things up? 
What should I do next? Just wait it out? Clearly, she's pretty interested if she sent nudes. But also part of me thinks she's nuts if she sent nudes to a guy she thought had rejected. I mean, I think you might be dodging a bullet here, friend. It's that kind of like drastic like change in and like if if someone can't understand that you aren't available 24 7 at the drop of a hat then you like is that what it's going to be like all the time of you know they become free and if you're out with your friends and they're like oh got off work early what are you up to and you're like oh sorry i'm already out doing things are they gonna get mad at you every time because yeah. that sucks. It There seems to be a complete lack of sort of like understanding that you are an individual person. You guys haven't met up yet. So there really is no commitment one way or the other. And but like, even were- if, even if it was like me and my partner who I've been with for quite a while and arguably have far more of a commitment to than this person and most people, if she was like, what are you up to? And I was like, oh, I'm seeing a friend. And like, she was like, fuck you. That would be a big problem, you know? Yeah. Um, and I owe her far fucking more than this person owes this girl. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, it's red flag city. Holy shit. You guys have never met and she's pulling this bullshit. And it's like, it's not even like she said, Hey, you want to do it? She was like, what are you up to? And you're like seeing a friend. She was like, fuck you. And then sends you nudes. And then it's like, you rejected me. It's like, I don't know, man, this is, this is not going to go well. No. Yeah. It might like, again, it might be a great great time if you can hook up but i i don't think in terms of your your mental health and or physical safety uh is is going to be at the forefront of this relationship if this is how they're reacting within like a week of knowing you and Mm -hmm. not respecting your boundaries or your personal life and expecting you know 100 control over your time even though you guys didn't have plans it's it's not great and like look I've been there. I'm pretty sure you're young enough. I, there's no ages here, but I'm, I'm just guessing. I know the temptation. Sex yeah. is sex. And especially someone sent you a nude and it's a good one. Mm-hmm. I get it. But this is a thing you need to learn. Sex is not worth everything. It is not the be all and end all. And there are a lot of times you are going to regret it or put yourself in a situation that's not great when like, you could just be in a good situation with good people. So just keep that in mind. And maybe give this one a miss. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put too much stock in it. You know, maybe if you want, see how it goes, like just putting it on the back burner if it pops up again. But like, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't stress about ru- that you ruined anything. I think you played it just fine. Mm-hmm. This is from Reddit user SuddenBuddy8043. My partner's dick is scarily big. This might sound absolutely crazy to be complaining about, but I don't know what to do. I met this really cool guy and after a few weeks, we decided to start getting it on. We were having fun for a bit until he took his pants off and I saw his sheer size. It's crazy big, but absolutely terrifying. I feel like a lot of girls would love somebody like that, but I just hate the feeling of something that big inside of me. My gut hurts so bad and it's painful and uncomfortable and I'm not able to enjoy it. I told him about my issues and he just wouldn't accept it. He told me I was being ungrateful and hard to please or I led him on. I offered to take care of him, but he refused and fabricated plans and left. I don't know what to do because I really like him. I think he's attractive, but my bitch ass is scared of his penis size. Why am I like this? Okay, I really thought this was going to be a different question. Mm-hmm. Uh, it doesn't matter that his dick is scary big. What matters is that he fucking sucks. Yes. Like, I was racking my brains for, like, workarounds, and I thought this was going to be, like, a positive question. 
But the good news is it doesn't matter because this person sucks and you shouldn't be dating them. Yeah, this is clearly someone who's like coasted on penis size and like that's got him through a lot of his relationships, but never learned to not be a garbage human being because of it. Mm -hmm. You know, he's probably just like someone found out very early on in college. He got the reputation of like, you know, Big Dick Greg and that kind of like brought it it was probably Big Dick Dermot. You know what I mean? I think we got to use a D name. Big Dick Declan. And then it's just like, you know, he never learned that like, oh, actually having a big dick doesn't really mean anything if I'm a fucking dirt bag. And this man, from what what we've been, you know, given is a dirt bag. Yeah, it's nice to be shown just very succinctly like, oh, I'm I'm garbage person. Yeah. So like, don't worry about being scared of his dick. Don't worry about needing to do X, Y, or Z. Like, do worry about getting the fuck away from this guy because like you led me on and you're like the other bullshit. I can't remember them. I just remember they were all ungrateful. uh, Ungrateful. That's a wild move. I think anytime anyone ever, like I would imagine anytime a dude says that a woman is being ungrateful, I would say that maybe like one in 10 times there might be actually be a reason to say it. Yeah, I don't know. It's this person is shit. And I think that's where it starts and ends. Don't date them. Someone, yeah, if you address, and it could be any issue, regardless, like it doesn't have to be a size thing. It could be like, oh, hey, I'm I'm really comfortable or uncomfortable riding. It doesn't feel great for me. And they'd be like, well, I did all the work earlier being really ungrateful. And, yeah. and it's just like anytime someone talks about their sexual insecurities or something they're concerned about or, or comfort or yeah. pain, you know, any, I mean? it's like any of those she could have been like that hurt. And he was like, you're ungrateful. Yeah. And let, like stormed out like you, you should that, be lucky. You're you're lucky that you get my massive dick. I don't care if it hurts. You should be happy. Everyone loves this dick. Everyone loves big dick. You're an idiot. Yeah, that's insane. Even if it's something simple, like, oh, like. I, I I don't feel great right now. You know what I mean? Like, give me a bit of time or a- anything. You know what I mean? If someone expresses that they're in discomfort or pain um, or tries to have an open, like, positive conversation about sex with you and you're going to belittle them and, like, aggressively storm out like a child, mm. you suck and you don't deserve to have sex with people. Yeah, this is where, like, I- I'm glad you brought that up because, yeah, that is that's the answer to this question. There are ways to deal with larger penis sizes, absolutely, but that's a non-issue because you shouldn't be sleeping with this person. No one should be until he figures out that, uh, one, a big penis isn't a be-all and end-all of being a sexual partner. You still need you know, technique and empathy and compassion and all the things that make good sexual partners. Sorry, but like a big dick doesn't forgive not having any of those. Mm-hmm. Second of all, you need to understand that, like, he has straight up ignored your concerns and then tried to gaslight you for feeling like into feeling bad about bringing them up. And the worst thing is, I feel like it kind of worked because they even say, like, oh, my bitch ass, like, as if it's like her Mm -hmm. problem that she can't deal with this dick and not the fact that one, you know, that like having a a big dick is something we could have discussed. But now we're just discussing how much he is a big dick. Yeah. And it's I think there's also like the the societal pressure, too, of like everyone being like, oh, you need a man with a big dick. Big dicks are good. And, Mm -hmm. you know, women like you, that's the only thing you should be looking for. Like if you get a big dick, you're the lucky one. And it's like, Mm -hmm. well, no, if you don't like 
big dicks. You're you're allowed not to like it. I mean, how many times have we seen you know posts about penis size? Where yeah, and it, it usually like the prevailing like thread throughout is like the big dicks I've seen were not good. They were yeah. scary and painful. Uh huh. So it's like it. I don't know. It's you. I think once again you're dodging a bullet on this one. I say mm-hmm. let him go. Let you him. You know what? It's kind of similar to the other one. It's like the other one. It's like oh, hot nudes, but it's like is it worth it? No. This one. Big dick, is it worth it? Not at all. This guy sucks. No. Especially because you don't like it either. <laughs> yeah, that's that's. If it would be a different question, it's like, damn, I love this big dick, uh, but you don't even like it. He's a shithead. You're in pain, and he obviously isn't going to do anything to alleviate that. So just set him loose. Yeah, because God, this person sucks. And it's even better that like she was like, oh, I offered to take care of him, and he was like, no, fuck you. I'm just like. Oh, this person's doing like their best and being a nice partner, and this other person fucking sucks. Declan, have a big dick. Don't be a big dick. This is a wise life. Going for the landlord's daughter, knowing when to flirt slash escalate. I've been renting a room in the family home for some time now. I've gotten pretty close to owners of the house, their son and their daughter. They've all been a blessing and thankfully really enjoy my company. Now I find myself developing feelings for her and we're actually pretty decent friends. I've been escalating my intentions, flirting here and there, reading social cues, picking up on her body language, implementing Kino, etc. It's been mm. going good and both her and I reciprocate the teasing occasionally. For now, it seems to be going in the right direction. Anyway, I plan on escalating just a bit more in the coming days to try and set up more sexual tension before I ask her out. However, I'm having trouble trying to identify when I can flirt with her or tease her. I've only ever done it when we're alone. Unfortunately, her brother and parents are around the majority of the time. I mean, we all live together, so in general, I'm just myself when the whole family is around. Fun, genuine, social, happy. Very rarely is she alone. When she is, I maximize my opportunity. To be brief, she's more of an introvert, and her family is very different towards me, depending on the situation. When the family is around, we are mostly just friends, socializing with everyone. When it's only me and her, she becomes a bit shy, somewhat quiet. But her convos are amazing and flirty at times, unlike the suggestive emoji. Question is, as I'm about to escalate, should I try to flirt, get with her even when the whole family is around, or simply during one-on-ones? I'm going to ask regardless, but I want to see what would best work in my favor. I've never been in a game situation like this. Thank you all. I was like, the second you started, I was like, oh, this could be this could be seduction. And then they started saying things like Escalate and Kino. And I was like, I've yeah, been okay. implementing Kino. This is a bad idea. Yep. Because, one, I don't know what your your living situation is like, I don't know about your home situation, but like presumably, you know, the place that you live is, is fairly important and you are currently just kind of like that. opening up the floorboards and, and putting cans of gasoline underneath and then it and then matches. Yeah. And then juggling, you know, yeah. F- torches. Like if this could go really well, you know, this like, there is the possibility that if this family really likes you and you really like her and it, and it kicks off and it, and it's, a weird sort of great situation. It could be now, or I will say though, that's very unlikely because even if yeah. it goes well with her, I don't think it's going to go well with the family. Mm-hmm. I, I think that is nigh impossible. Whereas like you and her getting together. Sure. I'm not really convinced based on what I've just read, but like that's a possibility, but I really don't think the parents and brother are going to be like, Oh, it's cool. This person fucking our daughter can live here. Even if it does kick off, you're skipping so many steps. You're going immediately to, like, you know the family, mm-hmm. which is a pretty big relationship milestone. You live together, another mm-hmm. big relationship milestone. When do you have sex? 
Like yeah. either of you, like you can't go to one of each other's place because you live together with the family. Mm-hmm. So like you then you like, it's just, there's so much, it's such a quagmire of things that could possibly go wrong. Like every step it's like, yes, there is, there is a very, very narrow path that you could walk through this minefield and get to the other side. Okay. But the likelihood of you not blowing your fucking leg off. And in this case, losing the place in which you live very likely, or at least making the situation so unpleasant and awkward and uncomfortable that Mm -hmm. you will be sort of like forced to find a new place. And I will say, I'm a little concerned based on this because like, he's like, Oh, she's social and blah, blah, blah. But when it's just me and her alone, she like is quiet. And it's like, okay, so maybe she's more comfortable when it's more people around you and doesn't love when it's just you and her. Also, the fact that he's like, oh, when her family's around, I have to be myself. You should be yourself with her, too. If you're, the family leaves and you fucking flip on a dime when she's by herself, that's kind of terrifying. Yeah, you just have like fedoras stashed all over the house. And just like the second you're alone, you just like crack open one of the wall panels and slip it on. Put on mm-hmm. your cool sunglasses. Yeah. So these things make me concerned. Uh, Should you do it when the whole family is around? No. Hey, I say, yeah, go for that. See how it plays out. Yeah, maybe. That will give you a a glimpse into how the rest of this will go. Yeah. I would say advice. Don't do this. As Dane said, like, like there is the best case is, I would say, a 1% chance, if not less. And even then, as Dane said, even if it goes well, you're missing so much shit that, like, I don't think it's going to go well, even if it goes well, if that makes any sense. Yeah, going well in my books is, like, the family's cool with it and she's interested and wants to date you. But then, mm-hmm. like, that opens – it's, like, cool, you you got through the minefield and now there's another larger minefield after yeah. that. But, um, like, this one's different. It's like yeah. a vertical minefield. You're like climbing a wall and there might also be mines on it. Like it's a different one, but it's equally as dangerous. Mm-hmm. And all the other options are she is very uncomfortable in her own home, hates you, or she goes for it, but then the family hates you, or you guys briefly do something and then it falls apart. And in a lot of these situations, you lose your home. And the best part is there's a comment and the comment's like, look, man, if you want to go for it, you got to put a backup plan. And he's like, don't worry, I'm ahead of you. So someone's like, oh, what's the plan? And he's like, I'll just move on to another girl in my rotation, lol, to prevent her being hung up or put on a pedestal. And someone's like, no, I think they meant you getting kicked out. And he's like, I don't think that would happen, though, would it? Yeah. So you gotta think this shit through. It seems like you have not thought the whole process. And, and the it sounds like you haven't weighed the pros and the cons. Because yeah. I'll tell you right now, the, the cons are, someone's got their foot on the scale. You know, it's not, there's not a finger weighing it down. Someone is like just straight up like leaning on it and, and tipping the cons. So look again, similar to big dick and nudes. Sometimes your mind is like, yes, I'm horny and this is a good idea. And sometimes you need to think and be like, no, no, it is not. Mm -hmm. So, so user a wise life, have a wise life by not doing this. And it's like, we often tell people not to like hook up with their roommates in general. Because yeah. it's not always the the smartest choice, but like this is this yeah, is that times ten. This is so yeah. much worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, should we do some tindies? I feel like it's tindy time, right? Sure. Will I hit you with a quick one before we do that? Okay, yeah, hit me with a quick one because it's been kind of on the rotation. But like, I don't really know when I'm gonna pull it out. But I think we can blast through it real quick. Okay. Uh this is by Relies. 
If all the sudden sex happens, what would a woman's reaction be if a guy already has a condom with him if sex was not planned? What would a woman think if she sees the guy already had a condom the entire time? Sex was not planned, and this could be first, second, third, etc. date. Is she going to think the guy's intention the entire time was sex? Or better than that, if sex happens, then to go and buy a condom? So there's two answers to this. One, you should always have a condom. If you are going on a date, you should be ready. You should be prepared. And I think that is a very solid thing to do. I don't think there's anything wrong with having a condom at the ready. Yep. Are people going to be weird about that? Probably. Like, are, are are there some women out there who will think that you are just a sex maniac ready for sex at every moment? Yes, probably. And I'm sure we could find numerous questions of women being like, he, ha- he already had a condom. How dare he? Or honestly, men, if a woman had a condom. Oh, oh yes. I think exactly. we've gotten a question about that before. Yeah. It's like, um, she had condoms in her bedside drawer. So it's like, yeah, will someone do it? Maybe. Should they do it? No. If they yeah. do it, should you sleep with them? Probably not. Yeah. I, like, there's absolutely no reason. I honestly, like, feel a bit nervous if there's if I don't have a condom. Even if there's, like, I'm, I have no intention I'm sleeping with anyone. It's almost like a little security blanket for me. Knowing oh, that, yeah. like, it's There's there. so many times where, like, I'm not going to lie. I usually carry two because... There's nothing worse than being in the moment and not having one. And the thing is, that's when bad decisions get made. Mm -hmm. That's when you're like, I'm so horny. Fuck it. You know, I'll do the pullout. That'll be fine. And then that's just not good. So it's like, if the worst thing that happens is someone's like, wait a minute, did you want to have sex with me? You just be like, no, just wink and say you're an optimist. (laughs) Because like the the alternative, the idea of, Getting turned on and hot and heavy and someone being like, let's fuck. And me being like, cool, let me get my shoes run down to mm-hmm. the, the nearest, nearest 24-hour fucking drugstore. And it's like, if there isn't one nearby, like, are you taking an Uber over to the closest 24-hour drugstore to pick up a condom? So that, And it's not a condom. You're buying a full box of condoms mm-hmm. to come back. Like, that's weirder to me to yeah. then be like, all right, I've now got the condom. Now yeah, we can get back 47 to minutes. Yeah. That's so fucking weird. If I did that, I'd be like, I'm going home. This is, <laughs> this sucks. Now, did I tell you about, and this kind of has nothing to do with anything. I'll give you two, two quick stories. One is about people being weird. A girl I work with was telling me about a guy she slept with who would leave the room to put a condom on, but then would like put all his clothes back on. So like he would come in fully dressed, but he would have a condom on and then she'd undress. It would already be on. And that was his move. That's that sound like the idea of wearing clothes while also wearing a condom is. I've never it's done so it. It makes it, but it makes me so uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, because like, like I imagine it would either damage it or at the very least put like lint on it or like little fabric threads, and you don't want them up there. But it's like it. Not even that. All the logistics aside of it, the idea of like ha- like a condom and then underwear and then pants. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Like this, I don't know. I like it's just a a very visceral like thought that I don't want any part of. I don't like it one bit. So apparently, he had a hang up about condoms, and like she never understood what it was because I think they were younger, and like she didn't really get into it. But then, like years later, she met someone who had dated him, and he's still doing it. Oh no! I would love to know what the rationale behind it is. Like, do you think it's like because I know there's a bit of a hang up of like. People being thinking that like putting a condom on kind of ruins the mood. 
You know what I mean? Like it's a, yeah. it's a break in the action. Mm-hmm. So he's like, he think he really likes the undressing part. So he's like, I'm gonna go have fully dressed. We're not gonna take anything away from this moment. Well, so that like, is he just sort of like skipping that awkward? Oh, let me grab a condom moment. But and, arguably, I would say making it far more awkward. Oh, hey, hey, yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying this is a good plan. I'm just trying to figure out what he's up to. I'll, I'll, like, maybe he's also just really fucking bad at putting them on. Yeah, maybe that's it. There's like a whole really trial and everything. But let me tell you, like, if I if I put a condom on and then get back, you know, dress back up, it's like, chances are I'm not going to be as hard as... Uh, you know, after after the whole fucking re-putting all my clothes back on, it's like... After the feeling of my, like, hard dick getting shoved into my boxers with a right? condom on and having that weird, like, interface of different textures, no, I'm not going to be... I'm not going to be doing great. No. Because then it's like, it just defeats the whole purpose. I don't know. That is probably one of the more upsetting stories you've told me. <laughs> <laughs> I find that very amusing. All right, guys, we did it. We're at the end of the episode. Uh, so it's time for Tinders, where we go through. Um, You're stealing Tinder. this from me again, huh? I am, yeah. We go through Tinder profiles or Hinge profiles or any online dating, really. And we kind of give them an old, like, we suss them out, tell you what's good, what's bad, and the effort of hopefully making mm. you a little better at what you do in the online sphere. Um, actually, this was one of the things that was brought up in the 20 out of 20 review we got during the week. So people like it. People love it. They can't get and enough. Thank of you it. to Potato Lady Bex for the review because it was great. This is Nikki, truth-seeking libertarian, not vaxxed. Don't swipe on me if you can't stimulate my mind intellectually, or if you can't handle a high-maintenance, high-quality woman. Shrug emoji, crying, laughing emoji, Pisces. Man, you really just kind of like cherry on the top with the Pisces at the end there, huh? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> I feel like anyone who describes himself as high maintenance should just be left swiped. Oh yeah. You should be shot into the sun. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't love it. I'm going to give it a, I'm giving it a, a one. There's not a single thing here. That's good. Yeah. Nothing is good here. Yeah. Zero. This is G freshly divorced. hedonist with very little self-control suffers from complex PTSD from an abusive relationship ingrained daddy issues, imposter syndrome, wino and deeply pretentious. Dear God. Mm-hmm. Hey, maybe go deal with those things instead of just being like, well, I listed them, so now it's on you. Yeah, like none of these are... I, I'm trying to be very conscious about the way I talk about mental illness, mm-hmm. but like none of those are selling features. And it's fine. Like if you're dealing with those things and seeing someone and working through them, that's cool. That's great. I hope it's going well for you. But like if this is all you're offering as a dating profile if this is all you're saying like here it is like do you have hobbies are like what what else are you just trauma because if that's the case then it's like then you need to not be dating and just really be focusing on getting well and feeling better and and dealing with these issues yeah it feels weird to list all your negatives and kind of nothing else yeah And again, I think we've talked about this before. It's like, yeah, like there's nothing wrong with having things wrong with you, obviously. No. But like there's – you don't burst up to a fucking stranger in the street and be like, I'm depressed. It's like they'd be like, what the fuck? Or like, I have diarrhea right now. It's like there are things you could talk about that like they're personal so they're not just an off-the-bat thing. Especially – I don't know. I just feel like – List the good shit about yourself. Yeah, I don't need a like a full psychological breakdown of you. 
we'll we'll get there. We'll figure it out. If we get to a part where like, you know, we want to see each other more, sure, bring them up. But like right off the bat, let like let's have some first first impressions mm-hmm. and not like a psyche val as our like hello. Yeah. So I'm gonna give this a one as well. Yeah, it's gonna be a one. Uh this is Emily. Just looking for the real thing. I'm a Scorpio, so please be ready to have meaningful conversation and then their Instagram. I mean, comparatively to the ones we've had so far today, this isn't terrible. It's not much of anything. So I'm going to give it a five because it's not, you know, there's, I don't think there's any red flags here. Okay. I'm a Scorpio, so be ready to have meaningful conversation. That's, that's a red flag. Hey, I don't know. It's like, it's not really. If they were saying like, no, I'm a Scorpio, so be ready to have a fight every week. Yes, but well, just being that like would be hey, a giant red flag. But being like Scorpios have meaningful conversations is just to me not great because it's like if you're into meaningful conversations, sure. But also, what does they even mean? Like, tell me what you're fucking meaningful. Like, that's such a weird term. Yeah, well, I mean, like, again, that, I'm, I'm throwing it right down the middle. Five. I'm, I'll give it a three. Uh, this is Bree. I'm tall. Cook like your grandmother. Drink like your uncle. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I like cooking. And drinking, I will it's give weird it. that it's like, like second person or or whatever. Like it's they're not saying that they cook like you know what I mean. It seems like almost more like instructions than description. Yeah, I assume they're just going for brevity. I'll give it a seven. I it's I chuckled. Funny, yeah, it's it's like funny enough, but it's still kind of like bare bones. Are you ready for busier than you? Sure. Uh, she has a picture that says, "Spoil me with loyalty. I can finance myself." Uh, five nine. Your height should begin with a six. Not vaccinated. I'm not a lab rat. Independent woman. Classy. Professional. Well spoken. Traveling is my favorite. Intelligence is attractive. Not looking for my better half because I am not a half. No hookups. Let's go, Brandon. All lives matter. <sighs> Maga. Yikes. 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 I'm like I don't think we need to really discuss any of this. It's gonna be a zero for me. Yeah. It's garbage. This is Beth. If you can't punctuate and spell and grammar as goodly as me, leave me alone. And it is, as you can imagine, filled with spelling errors. Is that the whole thing? Yeah. That's pretty funny, though. Yeah. I can give it a seven as well. Yeah, I think seven is a a good one. I feel like it's got personality and it's fun, and the other one was just kind of bland. So it's like if you mash them together in some weird, unreadable nonsense. Yeah, it's also like it's something I haven't really seen before either. Yeah, like I've, like, I've never you seen. Know what your like opener that. is? It's you misspelling something. Yeah, you know, boom, easy. Like you've done it. You've handed me my intro on a golden platter. Now, are you ready for a cooch gobbler? <laughs> God, yes. Uh, Cooch Gobbler is 35. They work at Great Oral Given Here at All About Your Pleasure. The picture is a cartoon woman with a glass of wine on a couch with a cream like ball gown on. And she's lifting it up to almost the point where you can see her vagina. And there's a man kneeling down in front of her in a white shirt and jeans looking very hungry. And they are one mile away. This Cooch Gobbler knows exactly what you need. That magic touch, the drive, dedication, and commitment to your aching, throbbing parts in need. Get off. Get off again. Get off with something that isn't your vibrator for a change. All without any desire for reciprocation. That means it's all about you. Mid-30s gent here loves going down and does so with gusto. Isn't it time to be selfish for a change? All you've got to do is lie back and enjoy. You know, I don't hate the energy. You know, he's... But, like, you've got to be... There's no way you know what women want if you're going to use the word cooch. 
<laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm that is a hill I will die on. There is no way you are good at eating pussy if you call it a cooch. If you use the the phrase cooch gobbler in a mean in a in a platform meant to attract women, mm-hmm. you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Now what would you call it? Vag muncher? My name? <laughs> that seems like a weird move. Well, I'm not going to assume, like, I'm not going to don the mantle of some sort of cuddlingus superhero. Slash monster. It seems more like he's kind of like a cookie monster for vaginas. Damn yeah. it. That's the name right there. No, because again, we've seen cookie monster eat things. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and it's not with grace or skill. Most of the cookies don't even get in his mouth. Now, let's be fair. We did read the Cookie Monster erotic, and it was quite nice. It was very emotional and sensual, and sure, he took care of that big bad biker boy. So, <laughs> you know, I yeah, snatch snacker again. I think anything you do, like if Clip commander, it's bad. It's gonna be bad because no woman is gonna be like, yes, I want a guy who's guy going by a like a, a nickname, an alias, and doesn't have a picture. <laughs> but he's it, it put a cartoon what more could you want dan it's yeah this is so like good a for you my master. man i'm glad that you enjoy performing oral sex it's you know it is one of life's greatest pleasures but this profile is not gonna do it i don't think i don't think you're gonna get too many i don't think any anyone's gonna be gobbling down this profile sir no it does also sound a little bit like you're gonna kill them yeah uh, so I'm going to give this a one because like if I read a profile that was like cock gobbler, you lie back and let me just you know go to town on your knob. Cock I would, I'd be like, no, no, thank you. Even if this is like even if I match with you and you're like, I'll be there in 15 minutes. I'd be like, absolutely not. I'm not going <laughs> to. No. So I'm going to. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving it a, a zero because it's nothing but red flags. And that's us or that's me. Uh, I have one more. I said that's us. It's too late. This is Olivia. If there was a button, what would you do? Undo it. That's a 10 out of 10 profile for me. It's pretty good. What about that response, though? It doesn't matter. Too busy pondering the button. It's pretty good. I'll give it a 9. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like it for some reason. I I wouldn't recommend using it, but I think in this situation, I think it's, it's also great. like very unique. Like, I doubt they found that somewhere and were like, oh, classic. I'm going to use that. That was yeah. all them and like... They're a little weird, but funny, and I dig it. That's going to do us for the show this week, friends. Thank you very much for joining us. It is always a pleasure to have you, and we always appreciate the fact that you have spent an hour listening to us. It means the world to us, and uh, it is why we do what we do. So thank you very, very much. Uh, as you know, we are doing a little a little drive right now for Patreon followers or subscribers, supporters, patrons. Uh, so if you want to support us, head over to Patreon, patreon.com forward slash fbuddies. Uh, we've got various tiers there. You can get extra episodes if you want. You can get like priority queuing, or you can just support us for three dollars a month if you'd like. Less than a coffee for a whole month for a bundle of episodes and years of content, and we would really appreciate it. And if we hit a certain amount of subscribers, which is twenty five, we will do a live episode, which is bound to be fun. Uh, thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song "Paper Stars." You got some bad sex writing for me? You know it. This is a Craigslist ad. And they're looking for a female who wants to see Morbius in IMAX. (laughs) Hello, may I introduce myself? My name is Liam, but you can call me Severin. A little bit about me. I have diverse interests and don't live a stereotype life. 
Do I have your attention now? I have two tickets to see Morbius and IMAX at 9.15 at Veranda Lux Cinema. My previous engagement dropped out at the last minute. Grr. But if thou wouldst like to see it with me, please reply to this ad. No thick girls, and no one taller than 5'6 need reply. No men, obviously. You will not get a response. Let's not waste our time. I'm waiting. I saw this, and it is very good. It is fucking wonderful. I like to imagine it's not true, but I don't quite know. It's very, very tough, but I, I'm going to wager that it's fake because I've been seeing some very, very good Morbius, Morbius, content. Morbius meme content, and I think I think it has just like become the new milady kind of <laughs> like I think those are the people who have enjoyed this movie. So I haven't seen it yet. So uh, I fucking hope you're not going in theaters. I I I mean I've got my tickets. Oh, I'm just God. I'm just waiting for someone to respond to my Craigslist ad. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. My name is Dane Miller. And I'm Nal Spain. We've been your fuck buddies. Go see Morbius. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>